Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about innovation and why you need to innovate or die. Stay tuned. This is the Billy Rickman Show podcast. Being in business over the past few years has become increasingly demanding. As a business owner, it's getting harder to know what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. The constant changes and updates in business can make you feel overwhelmed. So the question is, how do you stay ahead of the game, stay motivated, and create a business that doesn't just keep the doors open, but achieves serious profit? This podcast will answer that question. I'm Billy Rickman, and this is Success Sessions. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast on a Monday evening. It's a late one today after a pretty chaotic Monday. Um, always seems to be the way, right? On Monday, especially if you have a team, you understand. There's like, you get to work on Monday and you have you want to get yourself set up for the week, but um, but everyone else has questions and you've got to organize them and get everyone settled in for the week. And so Monday always seems to be the craziest day of the week. Um, but it's been a positive day and, uh, and I finished on a good note. I got a lot done and I've tied up a few loose ends anyway. And um, one of the last things I did with the staff was I had a meeting with uh, my office manager, Ali, and we we're talking about the business and things that, you know, are challenging the business right now, but also some of the, the positives that we're starting to see. And um, <clears throat> we we're talking about a word that I've been throwing around a lot lately, which is innovation. And if you look at the, the title of the today's podcast, it's called Innovate or Die. And the reason why I've been using the word innovation a lot, whether or not it's been on this podcast or in business meetings or speaking to our clients, um, is because right now in business, uh, innovation is probably one of the most valuable tools that a person can have, uh, the, or sorry, the ability to innovate. And um, I don't know what the exact definition is for innovation, but my own version of it is creative problem solving. It's the ability to be able to... Um, exactly what I just said, solve the problem, but creatively, not just using like, you know, the, the basics. Um, it's about coming up with unique solutions. It's about thinking outside the box. It's about, you know, um, I guess in, in, when you innovate, you, it also involves a lot of trial and error. And <clears throat> right now, I can't speak for the rest of the world, but I know that in Australia, one of the biggest challenges that we're facing is labor shortage. I heard just recently from a, um, well, I didn't hear this as secondhand information, but someone I used to um, coach uh, a long, long time ago, um, I found out today that they're closing their business in Melbourne. And when I, when I asked this person why they're closing their business, not the business owner, but the person who had the information from, I said, why are they closing their, their salon? <clears throat> they said, I just can't make it. They can't make it. They said, sorry, they said to them that they can't make it work in Melbourne. They just cannot find staff. Like anywhere else in Australia, it'd be fine, but we cannot find staff in, in Melbourne and it's ridiculous and there's no point going on. And um, if you're listening to this now thinking, and you are in Melbourne or wherever you are around Australia and you're thinking that this is isolated to your location, I can tell you categorically it's not. Um, recently, I've been to Hobart. I spent two days in Canberra. Um, obviously, I live on the Gold Coast um, and you know we have coaching clients all over Australia. And in Australia specifically, there is a huge, huge labor shortage. And um, it was spoken about in the federal budget, which was rolled out a couple of weeks ago. Um, about the challenges that Australia faces because of the lack of labor. And um, this is a, 
it's a huge problem. And obviously, when you have a labor shortage, it has a lot of repercussions in different areas. It's not just the fact you can have staff, but because you don't have staff, you don't have production. Because you don't have production, you can't create revenue. And so a lot of businesses, not all, there are some businesses still growing and doing well and whatnot, but usually because they've changed their business model or they've introduced a new product or service or because maybe they have a niche market or one of those reasons. Um, but the, the sort of traditional businesses who are part of the general mold, um, a lot of them are downsizing or, um, or certainly looking to, to downsize and reduce their, um, I guess, their projections over the next 12 months. And it's simply because they don't have staff. I know people who have had job ads out for six months, nine months, who cannot get a single person apply. We've had ads out for our marketing, one of our marketing positions for three months, I think now. We've had two applicants. Um, there's just a massive shortage. And so when you face this problem, and this is just an example, if you're thinking I live in the UK or the US, this isn't like, you know, if he's just going to talk about the Australian problem, like it's not, I'm trying to give an example so that you can, um, you know, think about your own business and what you need to do to get out of these sorts of situations. And, um, and so when you have a problem with labor and, and you have, you know, the, the consequences of that, then you need to make a decision in business. Do you downsize? Do you just, you know, continue to lose money and, and hemorrhage? Do you just you know, bury your head in the sand and hope that these things will go away. Even though every single week you look at your sales reducing more and more, you're losing more and more of your market share. <clears throat> your clients just aren't coming back because you can't fit them in at those times. Or do you think creatively and do you start to innovate? And for me, like there's controlled downsizing. There is a thing called controlled downsizing where you, you project accurately over the next 12 months. You realize that you're not going to meet those projections. Therefore, um, you need to <clears throat> reduce your expenses. And so you do a controlled downsize. And then, but you put a plan in place to say, well, after this 12-month period, this is how we're re- going to regrow. And, um, and, and that's okay. But for a lot of businesses, they don't sort of have those sophisticated strategies in place. And so what ends up happening is they don't actually um, con- like control their downsizing. They just continue to lose. Like I said before, they just continue to lose revenue. They continue to lose clients. And because the business then starts to destabilize, they can potentially risk losing further staff, which there's already a shortage of. And so it's a very, very dangerous game to play when you don't um, act as a leader in challenging times. There's a saying by Warren Buffett that says that there's only when, um, only when the tide goes out that you get to see who's been swimming naked. And that really, I've carried, I've carried around that quote for a long time since I first read it. And it makes so much sense to me, you know, like any, any business owner can be good when things are good, right? Any business owner can be successful when the economy's thriving, there's money in everyone's pockets, there's heaps of, um, you know, the heaps of staff available and all, all the things are like, you know, on the uptick. But what happens when things get hard? Well, then you start to, be, people start to become exposed. And the good business owners are those ones who know how to innovate, how to creatively problem solve. And for me in my own business, like we've, like every other business in Australia, we've, we've seen the consequence of, of, um, uh, of this, um, you know, this challenge with labor. And, uh, <clears throat> and so, so consequently, we've also seen a reduction in, in revenue. So we've had this huge like curve, like this exponential curve in growth um, for the last 12 months. But just recently, it started to tip down. And primarily it's because we can't turn our marketing full full ball anymore. We have to turn our marketing right down 
um, which means because we don't have the people to service the clients, right? Because if we turn our marketing down, therefore our interest in, in new leads reduces. And, um, and that's ultimately what we've needed to do because we simply can't find the staff to facilitate the orders once we sell to them. And so what this has forced us to do, because we just moved into a big office and obviously we don't want to go backwards too much, um, it's forced us to innovate. And one of the episodes I spoke about a couple of episodes ago was about outsourcing, about finding different solutions when, um, through outsourcing. Um, it's also caused us to, to change our ad strategy and our marketing strategy, not just for us as a business, as a, like marketing our own business, but marketing other people's businesses for our marketing clients. Um, it's forced us to look at how we can automate systems through video so that we don't need more people to be on the phones and speaking. And, you know, this is what happens when businesses go through challenging times. It forces you to innovate. And if you don't innovate, you die. Sounds quite like alarmist, right? But it's the truth. And I'm here on this podcast episode not to you know, tell you all warm and fuzzy stuff. I'm telling you that, here to tell you the truth. If you are going through some challenging times in your business and you can't innovate, then you need to find someone who can help you to do that. Or you need to become inspired. You need to research. You need to develop. You need to get your creativity juices flowing. Because if you don't, you're going to end up in a lot of pr- trouble. Because when the tide goes out, you're going to be found out if you've been swimming naked. And... Um, and it's it's just one of those times right now, like you know, on the back end of the co on back end of COVID, anyone on the back end of ours anywhere in Australia, where things have started to settle back into what I call normality in uh, inverted commas. Um, it's not really normal. There's still a lot of um, you know consumer confidence is still low. There's a lot of challenges I've been speaking about throughout this podcast episode. Um, there's still a lot of trepidation in terms of like what next. And so even though we're not walking around with masks on anymore and, you know, it seems to be a normal sort of functioning society, there's still a lot of fear and a lot of concern and worry about the future. And so that's causing um, an effect on people's spending habits. And so when you have these things happen, um, you you have to step up as a leader because this COVID pandemic is not going away. It's not going to go away for years. I don't know what the, where it's going to go to, but it's not going to go away for years. Even, even like, I'm not even going to get into the vaccine argument, but even, they've said, even if everybody gets vaccinated, international travel still won't be available for at least 18 months to two years. That's crazy, right? It's crazy. And Australia is such a tourism country. Like, you know, it's, it's, un, it, it's unthinkable that we wouldn't allow tourists back into the country for the next 18 months to two years. But this is what experts are saying. And overseas, where COVID is even worse... Um, you know, there's, there's even more restrictions in place and even more uncertainties. This thing is not going away. And so right now as a business owner, if you are a business owner, you are a leader, you are a leader. There are some very, very challenging times ahead. It's not, we're not like in the clear at all, or any stretch of the imagination. And what we thought was a dip because of like, you know, the immediate COVID concerns when COVID first came about. Um, we're starting to see now, the long-term effects of that. And in fact, if anything, it's having a worse effect on the economy now than it did six months ago. And this is not going away. And if you're a business owner, you need to learn to innovate. You need to figure out how to creatively problem solve what we're going through. New ideas, different ideas, points of difference. Can you introduce something that will um, that, that has a higher profit margin so that you don't have to have as many clients, you don't have to serve as many people. Can you bring something online so you can sell 24-7 without having to employ more people? Like all of these different things are available. You just have to start to think about how you can change and adjust your business model to the new economy. And so um, it's something that we're actively pushing through in our business. 
We're having um, you know, daily sort of briefings on how we can improve our own systems to innovate and come up with different ways to do things, better ways, more efficient ways. And these are the conversations you should be having with your own inner circle in business. Because if you're not there yet, if you're not at that point yet where you're feeling the pinch, you will be soon. And more than likely, of course, there's always the exception. There's always like, you know, a percentage of, of businesses that are not going to feel this. And in fact, if anything, they'll get some growth through this. But I'm talking here about like it's, it's a generalization. The majority of businesses in Australia, if you're not feeling the pinch yet, you probably will at some point soon. And when that time comes, um, you know, it's, it's important that you have the ability and the skill and the know-how to innovate and to come up with different ideas or to implement different ideas that are going to allow your business to not only, not only survive, but to thrive in a new economy. And there's a saying that says, um, you know, uh, when's the best time to fix a leaky roof? Before it starts raining or after it starts raining? Of course, the answer is before it starts raining. And so I would encourage you that even if you're not feeling a pinch right now, to start to think about what would happen and put in some contingencies in place to say what would happen if we lost 25% of our labor force, if we lost 30% of our labor force, what would we do? And, um, and start to implement those things into your business now before it starts to rain. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode, just some thoughts I've been having today. And um, as always, like, share, comment on the post on social media and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done it or so already. And you can get some more awesome, valuable information just like this podcast episode. Until tomorrow, guys, I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Want to keep up to date with all my videos, posts, and free content? Head to Facebook and like my page at facebook.com forward slash Billy Rickman Official. You can also find me on Instagram by searching the real B underscore Rickman.